Welcome everyone to our first show of the Roster Up Season Long Fantasy Football Podcast, aka The Russell. If you are new to the show and the Roster Up, please go subscribe, follow, like, and share all Roster Up Media content. You can find us at Roster Up Media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can follow your host at CBaby0991 on Twitter and CBaby59 on Instagram. Plus, Big Homie Ooze, two Gs, on both Instagram and Twitter. You can't follow Lance because he has no social media accounts. We have a great fantasy season to go through with you guys this year. We will have our podcast every week from now till January. And we got articles on the website. And we'll be constantly promoting the other roster up media outlets like DFS, the Jets pod, and the Giants pod just to name a few. So stick around for our very first episode. You do not want to miss some of the crazy draft stories we have, and we're going to go dive in deep into what we think about the upcoming season. One of the stories involves fire, car crashes, and craziness, so don't miss today's episode. Outstanding. Welcome to our very first episode of The Russell, the Roster Up Season Long Podcast. I'm very glad you can join us. I'm your host, Andrew C. Baby Spite, and I'm joined with Uzuma Noweko, aka Ooze, aka Big Bets Ooze, Lance Weir, aka The Law, and we're your hosts, your team, your guys, your boys, bringing you as much fantasy football data facts, advice, and news, and entertainment as we possibly can. And our goal is to just literally help you dominate your leagues, um, not just win it. And we'll be here from preseason all the way to championship week when you get your payouts, trophies, and all your bragging rights. Um, so before we dive into fantasy football and all that jazz, we're going to spend some time you know, getting to know your hosts, why you should actually trust us. And I'm going to let Ooze uh, give a little spiel, then Lance, and then we'll get into fun facts and talk about fantasy. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Big Ooze in the building. Um, I am one of the co-hosts of the Russell League. I have been playing fantasy football for almost, you know, over a decade now. Won multiple leagues, high-stake leagues, um, dynasty, keepers, you name it, I'm in it. So. Um, Glad to this, you know, show the uh, not show, you know, tell the knowledge I have or related knowledge I have to help you guys dominate your league. Um, I'm ready for the season. Hope you guys are. I'm a I'm a big upside guy, big ceiling guy. You know, go for the you know, home runs and leave all leave the little guys at home. You know, so uh, that's a little bit about me. To, you know, hand over to my boy Lance. Hey, this is Lance Weir, aka the Law. I've been doing this since the early 2000s, back when Sandlot Fantasy Football was around. I was on Yahoo Fantasy. I was doing even weird leagues with individual defensive players, IDPs, if anybody remembers what those were. Still are. <laughs> Still are. <laughs> and all the weirdness that comes along with those kinds of drafts. And uh, yeah, I've been doing this for almost two, two decades. And 
multiple leagues where I've won back-to-back championships. Keepers, dynasty leagues, you name it, we've done it. And we're definitely going to give you all the tips and uh, tricks that we look for and we try and capitalize on when we go into our drafts, when we go through the waiver wires, and when we get to the end of the season where all those trades are done. But you still need to put that roster up. So look out for us. And I'm Andrew. I don't know how to follow up after those two intros. I've been playing fantasy football for maybe 15 years. I don't know. Um, Again, multiple league winner, high stakes. Um, We've all been in leagues together for a couple years now. Um, I don't even know. It's just, we're here. We're here to help you. Believe us. We know our fantasy. Been through it all, right? Been through it all. So just a couple fun facts about us so you get to know us a little bit. Um, We're all from South New Jersey, East Coast guys. Uh, We've known each other for decades. I do not remember when I met you or you. Can't remember. I I had to be the source, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or any um, extracurricular activities after that. Um... It's pretty funny. We are near the Philadelphia area, but none of us are Philadelphia Eagle fans. And none of us are Giants fans, even living in New Jersey. We do have one Jets fan. Lance. Yes, that's me, unfortunately. It ain't unfortunate over there, man. It's just bad business. <laughs> <laughs> um, another fun fact, Ooze has been hosting solo for about two years now on Fantasy. And now we've brought him into the Roster Up Media group, and we're about to get him, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's cool being solo, but, you know, a group makes it more fun. You know what I mean? More the merrier. Um, talking to yourself sometimes is just weird. Okay? So, glad to have, uh, <laughs> glad to be a part of these guys and uh, looking to have some more fun. Um. So we're all married, all of our wives, ex- and us, except for Ooze, went to the small little Christian high school in Burlington, New Jersey. And then Ooze came along because it was attached to a church, and he basically started coming to the same church as us. So we've known each other, been the same class, been on different sports teams, disinf- uh, different fantasy leagues since only God knows when. Yeah. So we're a close-knit bunch. Uh, fun fact, fun fact, I used to go to church right up the street where we're recording right now, Columbus Methodist. Right <laughs> really? The, yes. Yes, that small church over there, that was a, uh, what a ride. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming to you from Columbus, New Jersey tonight. <laughs> oh, God. So, we're just going to, I don't know, go into some different fantasy football questions and then talk about you know, how we feel this season, upcoming fantasy season. It's right around the corner. Hard Knocks is about to start. Preseason is about to start. And next thing you know, our drafts are about to start. Camp starts this week. Three teams are coming or starting camp this week, um, including the Bucks, the Steelers, and I'm missing one in my head. So real quick, um, we'll start with you, Lance. Give us just, you know, quick spiel about how your fantasy football journey started. And how did it evolve, you know? 
Uh, yeah, so like most kids, I grew up watching and following one team, um, but collecting like the cards where you would just look at the stats. But there was always like yeah. after the fact and stuff like that. And I got invited into a league because they needed an extra person. You know, you've been on a league where they've reached outside their friends and they've got to the point where they are desperate to get that 12th person in or 14th person if it's one of those big leagues. And, yeah, I, I just got called up. I was like 11, 12, and I joined and I was hooked after that. It was like looking at it all day long, looking at Back when it was only on the computers, you weren't pulling it up on your tablet, you weren't pulling it up on your phone. You were looking at it. I know there's plenty of people who did it back when they were doing it on the new newspaper, pulling out the stats from the previous mm-hmm. night, putting it in manually. But uh, yeah, luckily I've been, it's at least all been online. Right, right. I'll go next. Um, I mentioned before on a pod with Cody, how my very good friend Tyler Hempel, shout out to Tyler, got me into fantasy football, a diehard Eagle fan, just, you know, a couple of friends drafting, just small league, um, you know, winner takes all in the money, and after a while, I just started getting invited into more leagues, or I made one myself, work leagues, um, helped my wife out in her league, uh, different friend leagues, different family leagues. Um, high stakes with Cody and I don't know after a while it just started clicking more after seeing more stats watching more games understanding the game better and you know doing your own due diligence um, to make yourself better and then one year I was in six or seven leagues and either came in first second or third and five of them and I was like oh this is it so I haven't repeated since but I'm going to. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Um, so I started when I think it was in high school, uh, when I started freshman year, that's when I actually started getting football. Um, and when that happened, you know, I was me actually playing football at that matter. I was watching football when I was in middle school and I didn't know what fantasy football was because I was just watching my team, got into it with, uh, a couple of guys up north, uh, and, uh, North Jersey, and I got hooked, fell in love. Um, it's more exciting because you're watching every team, not just one team. Um, you're watching players, you're watching what they're doing. Um, so that way, you know, if your team loses, you know, I'm a Colts fan, I'm not really worried about it. I'm mad, yes, but you know, you're worried about you know, the your eight players that is playing on Sunday through Monday, you know. So that's how I got into it. You know, ever since then, I had my own leagues, uh, multiple leagues, like you said, too. Like, help my wife. She started getting into it two years ago. Uh, work leagues. Uh, I had one before my job currently that, you know, you pay per pick. It was like a high-stakes league, um, offline draft type of thing. You know, so, again, different type of stuff um, when it comes to fantasy football. But that's, that's how I got into it. That's how I loved it. And now I'm just addicted. Keep it going, Ooze. Tell us like your draft preparation, you know, when you start, what you do, reasoning behind some of the things that you do. So I usually start um prepping for my fantasy draft once I see the draft or see the league reactivated every year. So once it's you know, because once the 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 league reactivates, that's when the rules are up 
you know, or, or have a discussion about rules. Like, you know, me and um, C-Baby are in the same rough league, and that's my league, and we try to, you know, make it more exciting every year, change of rules. We have two changes this year to the rules, just to put, you know, put it out there. Uh, removing kickers are one of them, removing defense is another one, and also putting another flex. So, you know, we are, well, for me, doing that and look at the roster construction, that's when I start. I start looking at uh, last year's stats, who are the top 20, for me, uh, top players for the first two rounds, because that's where I feel like a lot of people can really mess up their draft in the top 20 picks because they just try to go off the board or doing too much um, and start writing my notes. Notes, you know, just like any other scout, but just for fantasy football. <laughs> Lance, what are you do for drafting preparation? Uh, so a lot of people probably keep stuff in their head. They start to make their biases at, towards the end of the season. Oh, Austin Eckler wasn't good last year. Oh, this person, they're getting a little old. They're a little slower at the end of the year. Julio Jones really going to come back. So, similar, I start to look right after the draft, and I start to put down the players that I need to look into the most because they're going to be the ones that people say, oh, they stay in Tier 2 wide receivers. Or, oh, they're still Tier 2, Tier 3 running back. Well, do I really feel that way? And I need to start looking at the scouting reports. I need to start looking at what the projections are, and I need to start looking at what do they put around them? Because a lot of these guys are dependent on that all-impressive, that that front line, that offensive line. What's happening there? Oh, he's without coming around, it, baby. <laughs> he's coming around. Without it, sometimes it just doesn't work. I mean, you looked at the Super Bowl, you saw it. Mahomes can throw it, but if if he can't get that 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 blocking, that those extra few seconds he needs. Those passes are going to come out wild. And, and we saw in the Super Bowl, they still got to their targets. Oddly enough, those receivers weren't catching them. But that's right. what I'm looking for. Who's, got, who's made some improvements in their offensive line? And who just went with the same guys? Because those are the ones that are going to make me worry, is the ones that are with the same guys, because they're one injury away from that continuity changing. They're one injury away from something going down. You see, with the Eagles, when Peters was a problem, anytime that happened, they went down. That stuff is really important, and that's going to affect your wide receiver. It's going to affect your quarterback. It's going to affect your running back. And it could affect it good or bad. But that's what I started looking for, because I want to focus on those guys who are going to be questionable to me. I can't look at 300 players, right? But I do want to look at those few that I would like. That's, that wide receiver is getting long in the tooth. That running backs, he's got three years on him already. Does he really have any more years after? Because some of these positions, you'll start to notice a tail off after a certain year mark. And it's, not, it's nothing against those wide receivers. It's nothing against those running backs. It just is what it is. It's the business. It's the NFL. Ooze, brought, I mean, Ooze and Lance brought up very great points. And, you know, if you're new to fantasy football, don't let these uh, different terms, names that were thrown out kind of scare you. Um, he, Lance was mentioning tears in there. We're going to explain all these things. We're going to try and break it down as much as possible for those that just joined a work league or a family league or something like that. But, you know, we're also going to bring you enough, you know, data or, you know, insights and reviews each week for you guys that are just like analytical and 
fantasy football crazy. Um, so I'll wrap up the draft drafting preparation real quick. Um, what I do is me and my wife actually got married on July 7th, and we usually go away that week, and I usually just start that week. July 7th, I get you know my either my fantasy magazine or just start going back and looking at the you know stats and the different rankings you know how the draft board looked compared to how people ended up players ended up and i'll just start like basically i don't know just researching rookies um seeing what happened kind of refreshing my memory of last season because a it's been a long summer and winter and you kind of forget and then b like things have changed just like lance was saying all these different things where um the second half of the season is very different from the first half. So you have to kind of remember what happened that second half, who's going to make these different jumps, who's going to make these tier jumps and things like that. And I basically just, I don't know, a bunch of research. I, I start forming different narratives about players in my heads and basically why you know, I would draft this player versus that player. And also sometimes just literally start mock drafting like against the computer against different people there's a bunch of crazy people out here doing cra uh, fancy football they're starting in june um, mock drafts so if you want people to mock draft they're out there all right before we get into season talk um just share you know one of your interesting draft stories and or moments um from any of your leagues lance why don't you take this uh start us off on this one uh, more interesting no uh, moments is is always usually going to be a live league. I feel like on a computer you start to fall asleep. Um, but more of the more interesting ones is watching somebody start a run on defenses in the sixth round. Mm. <laughs> now Jeez. seeing somebody draft somebody, sixth round, seeing somebody draft <laughs> a defense in the sixth round is crazy. But to then see two, three other people fall behind him and draft in the next two rounds. People were getting scared. Yeah. Yeah. And the weirdest thing was he drafted the Jags. Oh. Uh, it was like three, three years, years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah, talking yeah. about they came off the championship. Yeah. Yeah. It's the AFC championship. AFC championship. Yeah, they were, yeah. And that was a bad decision. Yeah. That the was Jags bad. weren't good that no, season. No. No. They weren't. <laughs> they weren't. Yeah. So that's where you saw the. Uh, it, you saw the weirdness of it. It, it was bizarre to see a defense go that early and it was even more bizarre to see another three go before the, the two rounds later so it was definitely useful uh for me because i was like there's, there's wide receivers and running backs mm -hmm. just leaving there yeah i drafted two quarterbacks with upside that i was just looking for and they were sitting there in the later rounds because these people just went for the defense and now that That's they were crazy. sitting around so. six round defense this run PSA announcement announcement do not do that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 not that's that's not the wave. Um just there's so much value in the sixth round. You know what I mean? You're talking about, you know, your third or fourth wide receiver at that point, or your you know, your third and fourth uh uh not even third or fourth wide receiver, your flex. Your flex are sitting down there, you know what I mean? Running back tight end, your tight end might be sitting down there. Um but to have a run at defense six rounds, I mean, that's just insane to me, uh, especially the Jaguars just going off the 
you know, just relying on their laurels from last season is insane. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. certain positions that just don't carry year to year. No, yeah, yeah. Especially defense. <laughs> Ooze, why don't you uh, hit us up with your next uh, draft um, so, story or moment? Yeah, so I think with, I think Lance said it, like live drafts, um, definitely the, uh, the way to go. So I think our first, our first year of the rough league the official rough league, uh, which is the Royal Union of Fantasy Footballers, um, we did a live uh, draft and off the rip, you know. Now you now you're thinking we got twelve GMs sitting in the warm room together, and all of a sudden we're making trades like we're we're, we're drafting in April. You know what I mean? We're going we're getting side deals. Timers going. Timers getting paused. Uh, I think that was actually my first year doing the podcast, um, but I think that was the craziest, uh, my craziest draft ever, and it continued from there and from the years after that. It because happens every it, year. Yeah, it happens every year. I think just the, I think it adds another element that you can you like you allow your league because you know like Lance said before you know you do fall asleep sometimes when you're just drafting online or whatever it's gonna be, but when you're live and you can. Able, hey, Commissioner, you just pause the time and making a deal here. Start, you know, someone trade up from 12 to 5, but gave up their second round, you know, and, you know, just stuff like that. I think that was the our first year, my first year ever doing it that way. And it was my first year having a live draft because I thought it would be made more interesting that way. Um, it was awesome. I mean, that was the, like, that was my best draft there. And then continuing from there, that's how we, you know, we made our league. It's always good to have a live league if you can, a live draft rather, and uh, you know just make it fun. Booz is a very good commissioner. He would try different ways for draft order. Um, we had a secluded room, got meals. It was, it was one of the best you know draft parties we've had. R.I.P. Nooks. <laughs> oh yeah, we can't go to that place where we used to have the draft anymore, but we'll find a new place. Mm-hmm. We'll have a better draft. So I'll wrap this up, and my draft story isn't like a moment or anything like that. It's what happened while I was drafting. That's why I wanted to throw this in here. So at my last job, my friend had a family league, and he wanted to basically um, have me draft for his wife. Shout out to my boy Bill. Um, I said, of course. And it was one year where I was drafting for everybody. I think I drafted for Lance because he was on vacation. Uh, my friend needed help drafting. I was just, I must have did like over 12 drafts that year. So anyway. On different leagues, right? On different leagues. Okay, all right. I, I didn't know it was on the same league. I mean, this, the conference is like, like <laughs> right there, you know? like. So what happened was, and there's some draft tips in all of this that I'm about to explain, but me and Ooze were on a soccer team. And I'm going to one of the soccer games at the church that we mentioned earlier that we all go to. And rule number one, don't draft while driving. I do not condone that, but that's what I was doing. I've done that. Very scary. (laughs) And as I'm driving, I'm drafting a very great team. Now, rule number two is if you're drafting and doing something else, set your cue. Because you don't know what's about to happen now. Also, also 
So, as I'm drafting and driving on the highway to this soccer game, I start smelling smoke. And I'm like, what is happening? I'm not joking. And I'm like, is my car on fire? Like, what's going on? And I don't need car problems. This is the last <laughs> thing you need. So, I'm driving, and I'm just like, I smell smoke. What's happening? So, I look up, and I'm like, looking around, like, what's happening? A crash literally just happened seconds before like me getting driving to this area and the cops didn't show up yet so we're in like the 10th round this team is amazing and i literally slam on my brakes get out of the car and i start helping these people help this lady whose car just caught on fire because she crashed into a tree and i remember i was just like thinking this lady like we need to save her but also there's a draft going on but luckily, I set my cue, so it doesn't matter. So hopefully, I'm okay. But we're in like the 10th round. So, to go further into this story, uh, guys that were driving you know, tractor trailers, they got fire extinguishers in their cabs. They bring that out. They put out the fire. And literally, like it must have been five to ten minutes where like the cops and the ambulance weren't there. So me and these people are directing traffic. We're trying to get this lady out of the car, but she's pinned because the tree pushed her dashboard over her lap. So she's stuck. And we couldn't open the door, the front door, because it was like mangled. So it was like it wouldn't open no matter what. So me and this white guy were in the back busting windows trying to like get her out <laughs> through the back. Like, I'm telling you, the crazy stuff is going on right now. And then everyone decides. <laughs> Meanwhile, his cue is still going on. Exactly. It's, it's probably like the 14th round right now. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> so now he's got two kickers. Yeah. Going, <laughs> going for the third. He got, he got three kickers because everybody on his cue is gone. Gotta be gone. Probably. So by this time, everyone else is trying to help direct traffic. And this lady just like, she's like in and out of consciousness. And she starts yelling, and she's like, ah. This guy's on the episode of 911. For real. And she's just like, what happened? What's going on? And I'm like trying to calm this lady down, because I'm the only one around her at this point. I'm like, you just crashed. We're trying to help you. It's okay. The police are coming. All that jazz. So luckily, the firemen and the you know police show up. We put the fire out. The lady's fine for now. They just got to come take her out of her you know messed up car. And like, you know, I feel proud of myself because it helped intervene you know saving someone's life while driving while drafting um come back to the draft and i don't know what happened but the team was very good did you win that that, that, that year so what ended up happening was she his wife took over the team whatnot and it was either first or second in highest highest points oh look at that but Every team she faced, they had their best week. Mm. She was averaging high points, but she got blossomed. Very, very, un very unlucky. Very unlucky. So I get back in the car, you know, drive off, go back to the soccer game, and realize like I maybe made the last pick of the draft, but the rest of the picks that I made beforehand were good. And there's your lessons in all of this. Set your cue. Don't draft while driving. <laughs> Be alert, everyone. Be alert. So, um, 
let's just start talking about the season. Uh, new fantasy season. Uh, we got brand new season. No more COVID. 18 games. Uh, return of different players. Different players leaving. Bunch of changes. So, you know, open discussion. Let's just talk about fantasy. Yeah, I mean, just just put it out there. Like you said, brand new season. Um, we're looking at just like for me in the AFC South, you know, fantasy watch T law, you know, Trevor Lawrence out there, quarter, new quarterback, um, their running back, actually their second rounder just signed today or yesterday. Um, no Deshaun yet. Deshaun Watson is still, he's prepping for, um, his for football, but not with the team. Um, uh, still, they're still doing going that legal stuff. Um, how is uh, uh, Danny Dimes going to do in the NFC East? You know what I mean? Danny Dimes with Ken Galladay. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for all those new those those moves that happen through the offseason. Like Chase, rookie. You know, I'm talking about rookies. Pitts in, uh, in Atlanta. The, in, the, in Atlanta. You know, he, can he be another Tony Gonzalez? You know, second coming of Tony Gonzalez. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Lance, you? What am I looking forward to? Uh, a lot of players coming back, right? I want to see what Dak does. I want to see CMC. I want to see Ezekiel Elliott. Every year they tell me Sir, those are very he's back games. in shape, and every year I, I don't think he just lives up to it. Saquon, uh, we see the thighs. The thighs are back, but <laughs> tree trunks out there. You know what I mean? The tree trunks game. <laughs> we got Burrow coming back, right? We do. We got an abbreviated rookie season. Mm-hmm. Second year, is he going to have a breakout? Is he going to be what the Buffalo quarterback was last year? Is he going to be what what everybody thought he was coming out of college, right? I mean, he had one great season in college, and can that turn into an NFL career? I mean, and that's what we're going to see. He's got a new uh, wide receiver. Got got the albatross out of there, and there's no longer uh, AJ Green sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. Is he? Is he not? So it's 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 all him. It's all them. Can't really have an excuse with Juan Chase, right? Because no. that's his teammate from LSU. Yeah. Right? He should have some kind of... Continuity and... Yeah. I mean, maybe Jamal... Uh, maybe Chase learned from a different QB, and now he doesn't remember how to catch <laughs> <laughs> Uh So that's what we want to see. We want to see those quarter... We want to see those players coming back. That's what I want to see. Those yeah, players yeah. coming back. Yeah. Those rookies, they're hard to judge. Yeah. Especially QBs. You, you don't expect too much that first year. Yeah. They got to yeah. learn so much, but... Coming back the second year, what are they going to do? It's almost like a new, brand new season. Mm-hmm. Is Tua uh, going to be anything other than a managing quarterback? Yeah. A good example of that is, um, shoot, I just lost it. Arizona. Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray. Yeah. Kyle Murray's first year was very mediocre. Mundane. Mundane. Yeah, typical. Yeah. And but, then that second year. Whew. Yeah. But he showed, like, you know, he, he did show flashes that first year with the running ability, the big arm. It just, you know, he had Larry Fitz. Kurt wasn't, like, in the picture like that, you know? So, yeah, like I, like Lance said, I think that second year really does a lot. It really shows a lot. And, you know, with uh, cases like uh, Burrow, he might not get drafted. But if you start showing, you know, signs, you're like, oh, this, you might, might turn up, my man. Pick him up with waivers. Or is he going to be a Baker Mayfield? 
That first year he looked okay. That second year, boom, it was yeah. it was a bust. It almost looked like he should have been benched. Mm-hmm. He's turned it around a little bit. But yeah, he's still yeah. not as fantasy relevant as the Cleveland Brown fans would want. Yeah, yeah, and and you you would think that you would. You know, he had uh, OBJ, had Goku, had um, Juice, Juicy. You know what I mean? Like you know, Jarvis Landry, and then he had um, you know Nick Chubb in the backfield. And Kareem Hunt. Well, Kareem Hunt was last year. Yeah, but last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. But the year before that, that's when, because OBJ did get hurt last year as well. But, like, you know, the year before that, he should have been uh, balling. You know yeah. what I mean? He's a, a one that he can throw the hard ball um, and also run as well. But it just wasn't. Out. For me, it was more of uh, Kitchens than it was Baker. I don't know. I think he made a lot of bad decisions. Yeah. I think he did need to learn how to make better decisions. I mean, look, a lot of Q- QBs are like that. Brett Favre was notorious. Mm-hmm. I mean, his whole Atlanta stay was nothing but bad decisions. Right. Um, and I know a lot of Green Bay fans remember a lot of his late, late career bad decisions. So we got no more COVID. We got 18 okay, games. Let's, let's, stop, let's stop right there. COVID <laughs> is still a thing, people. Okay. Delta Strand is out there, my guy. It is. All right. And LA's got the mask coming back. Yeah. So, this guy, so you might be in the games, guy, but you might be wearing a mask. I, just let everybody out there. We do not condone fake news out here, okay? Because <laughs> C Baby <laughs> just laid a fake news on y'all. Damn. I mean, <laughs> as far as our fantasy relevance goes, you know, uh, last yeah. year we had that extra IR spot because of right. just COVID, yeah, 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 yeah. which hopefully is eliminated this year. Right. And that's what I was referring right. to. Right. I wasn't trying to put out any Basically, fake news. Yeah. <laughs> we are having a season. Because last year, that, that was the fear, right? Exactly. Last, last year, we had the fear of, are we having a season? Are we, you know, is it going to be a limited season? You know, they, they took away all preseason games. Um, so Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh game was moved like 17, 17 times. times. Yeah. So, um, but it was a thing. It was a thing. I think it will still be a thing this season, um, just because I know, like for the Colts, I think we're the Colts roster is less than fifty percent vaccinated. You know, and a lot of there's like supposedly there's a lot of teams that's under that like fifty mark of you know players vaccinated. So, you know, not to say like go get it. You know, your own personal choice. But you know, when you're playing and. Uh, when you're around a lot of people in different countries, like different states, sorry, different states like that, they're not, I think their protocols and stuff, I don't know if they're keeping the same. So it might be more opened up because the country's up, right? So um, we just got to be careful of that because I think they're, they're, we are going to still have those COVID related. We're having it now in the Olympics. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? So it's, it's still out there. I misspoke earlier, but I meant to say Big hopefully news. it will be less impactful than l- last season. But we're here to bring you that news and knowledge. Uh, we'll keep you up to date as far as you know, players in and out, you know, dealing with the COVID protocols and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of you guys, one of you guys, just you know, touch on eighteen games, adding another game to the season. Seventeen. Or Seventeen games. Seventeen games. 17 Eighteen games. weeks. Eighteen weeks. But seventeen, 17 games. games. <laughs> yes, yes. We are having seventeen games. So no more. There's no more five hundred. Right. There's no yep. more five hundred teams. There's no eight and eight. There's no need. There's only 
Nine and eight and eight and nine. You know what I mean? Oh, when, so the NFC is going to send somebody at seven and ten? Seven and ten. <laughs> got to go out. You know? <laughs> We're going to get the first one out of the so, NFC? Hey, someone, exactly. someone got to go. It's going to be the NFC East this year. <laughs> I mean, if you want, we can save that for later. But um, for me, big bets, just putting it out there, 1100 for the Giants. <laughs> I just think the Giants may take this NFC East title. I just... You just got to look at the additions, okay? Kenny Galladay, the old line's getting a little better. Danny Dimes, going to get better. I'm saying Saquon's back. The thighs are back. But I'm just saying. I just, I mean, I just saw a thing today on Sleeper that, you know, the, the, uh, Saquon is, we'll see at, you know, for his week one return. That man's coming back, okay? This man got tree trunks. I mean, he ain't getting like, you know, Tree Trunks game. You know what I mean? Like, he's coming back. He's coming back. I mean, but what does that mean, 18 weeks for you, though? 17. Oh, 18. Well, yeah. 17. For me, it, it doesn't change anything, though. This is one extra game. So, you're, you're one extra game for it, it helps because, you know, you have one extra game in season for um, your fantasy league. You know, instead of 13 weeks, you get 14 before playoffs. That extra game that you can, you know, for, I know in our rough league, you know, it was like what seven and five, yeah, seven and five. Sometimes, you know, that six and six going to that next week or like four or five teams or six and six looking to push through, you know. So now you got this an extra game that can give you that swing to, all right, if I do lose this one, I might have another chance to, you know, this limp into playoffs. So I think that helps. Uh, gives you extra Are you time. seeing on the leagues that you're in or running? Are you seeing the trade deadline moving back another week? Um, to be honest, it's I feel like it's just because it's one week. I think you keep the same. I think what I think it's uh, eight November. No, November, right? Yeah. For usually like like standard league. So I think you just keep it the same. You don't really want to move it just for one game. Uh, but because of that, I think it's more active. You know, you have more people. You know to make the trade or you know pull the trigger for them um, because you have that one week. okay i'm a forever pessimist so i always look at that extra week is one more week for my star player who's blown it out of the water to go down on for the <laughs> oh game. yeah yeah that yeah extra yeah. week where oh there goes my championship <laughs> yeah I lost yeah, the yeah, first yeah. Round. all right i want to caveat that with i lost my Two first round picks last year in a league and still went to the championships. You got to make it up in your season. I lost Kenny Galladay and uh, Saquon in one league. Still made the championships. So that's big tough. I'm not saying that won't happen. I understand your fear, but I have to say you, we can still get you the championship. And that's what we're here to do to that, help you people. Yeah. So that, regardless I mean, that, of what happens, that, that, that comes with your, you know, Deeper, deeper knowledge of the draft and your waiver wire picks in and out. You know what I mean? Like when you see that, you know, third string running back or or not running back, sorry, third string wide receiver starts to play in the slot, maybe getting more reps at, you know, the second, uh, or, you know, wild two, you might want to pick him up. I mean, he might be one of those who be like, hey, that wide receiver two on this team doesn't look like he's, you know, he has the job for long term, you know, that he has the job for 
till someone better comes along. Anything you guys want to add about the season? Uh... Uh, I mean, for the season preview, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, like like you said, we'll get more in depth when you know we're you know next week. You know, when we start uh, digging into these things and uh, getting more. All right, to wrap up the show, guys, we just want to do a little podcast preview, what you can expect, you know, throughout the season. Um, we'll go through kind of segments and different podcast shows that we're going to do and kind of just break them down real quick, just a couple seconds. So one of my favorites are going to be Mock Draft Mondays. Um, every Monday from now until the season starts, we're going to do a different type of mock draft. We'll be mocking on sleeper bot um the app slash website if you haven't got that app go download it right now to get your news and mocks great tool great tool very great tool for fantasy football and we'll be doing different type of mock um strategies drafting strategies basically we'll explain it up front draft a team sometimes we'll do it together sometimes we'll do it against each other and we'll you know review how our picks went Mm -hmm. Uh, Lance, could you just kind of explain how the drafting tips is go- are going to go? Yeah, so the drafting tips, a lot of people are going to look, well, who do I draft, where do I draft? But we're going to really go into the tips on everybody's different drafter. Everybody has different priorities. But how do you stay with those? What are some tips to stay within your set? How do you stay within yeah. your guidance? How do you stay within the way you operate? How do you stay calm? How do you avoid rushes? How do you avoid drafting a defense because you saw somebody else draft it? That's what we're looking for. We're looking for ways to, you know, stay calm, stay collected. We feel like we made a bad decision. How do we move forward from that? Are we trying to handcuff stuff? What does that mean? What does it mean to handcuff? Are we pulling out little uh, police gadgets and stuff like that? <laughs> we're going to go through what that stuff is, how that could affect the way you draft, and bye weeks, how that affects the way you want to draft. So those are the tips that we're going to go through with the draft. Who's you got something next? Yeah, we got, we're going to do sleepers, value picks, rookies, and then must draft players. Um, and each other's uh, bust for the year when, when, when it comes to the draft. You know, when we go through, those, those are part of our research. Those are part of our, you know, when we talk about sleepers. The sleepers are those 8th, nine, tenth round that may, you know, not be starters at the beginning of the year, but, you know, Come week six, seven, eight, they might start popping off. That's our sleepers, you know, our value picks. Where are we going to draft the, you know, the three, four, fives? Um, where do we get the most value and think that we're going to maximize points at for those rounds? Um, of course, the rookies. There's a lot of rookies that are going to be number ones, uh, running backs, quarterbacks, maybe, and even wide receivers. Um, and then the must draft players, our top tier players, the players that we think that. You have to draft these people because they're going to give you maximum points almost every week, you know. So, and then our bus players, those players that we think that you know they're not going to show up they're, they're because of their team situation or even you know because we don't like the player themselves. Okay, so you know that's what we got for for uh, coming up this year. Next up will be uh, we'll evaluate players that changed teams or got picked up during the off season and kind of just evaluate how that kind of correlates to their production this year, what we think is going to happen with them, whether it's good, bad, worse, the same things of that nature. 
Um, that's most of all of our preseason content. When we actually get into the season, we're going to be changing gears a little bit. And Lance, why don't you explain the preview and review of the NFL each week that we're going to do? Yeah, so the preview is going to be what are some games that we think fantasy-wise are going to be really impactful for you? What are we looking for? Maybe they're mismatches. Maybe they're just two high-flying offenses going at each other. Or, God forbid, we actually want to watch two defenses go at each other. Um, but anything that's going to be fantasy relevant to you. And then we're going to be doing a review, too. We want to see which ones actually panned out, which ones were actually fun to watch. And you know what? There are those teams. They put up those garbage time points. In fantasy, that matters. Big Maybe time. not in a real game, yeah, big time. but it matters in fantasy. GT, baby. Garbage time. Always. <laughs> so garbage time. You'll get that in, in a kind of like a explanation of what we mean by that what do we mean by garbage time and how that could be you know useful mm-hmm. those teams that are still four and ten they can have fantasy mm-hmm. relevance i've seen teams that are 11 and five who had nobody worth it in fantasy and then four and ten guys somehow those running backs somehow those wide receivers they're always coming back from behind right they're coming back from behind or they're always throwing the ball yep, yep. so they're putting up stats because of quantity right mm-hmm. and, and that's important so that's what you're going to see in the review, here in the review, and that's what you're going to anticipate with the previews. Yeah, and then you know, with the reviews comes the waiver wire picks, right? So what we're going to pick up from, you know, what we saw this past week, uh, what game, if this player, this per, uh, player is looking good and he got more reps or, you know, we're dropping this player because it seems like he's falling off or just not producing what we think he's produced. So when we come, you know, when that review uh, comes, it was waiver wire for Tuesday to put in, definitely important because we're always looking to improve our team. Always looking to improve our team because if you don't, you just you just be a lame duck for your season. You know what I mean? You're, you're one gonna, injury away. You're one injury away, okay? Just to just to collapse. We don't want that for you. You want big money. We want wins. We want trophies. And we want you to have fun and always win. And lastly, we'll be bringing you a bunch of in-season advice. Over the years, we've each differently picked up um, traits, advice, uh, things that we've just grown accustomed to do while we draft and while we're in the season. And we'll you know, share that knowledge with you so you can be a better fantasy player. It doesn't just you know, start and end on draft day. You have to see this whole thing all the way through through the end. And, you know, we're going to help you get get you there. Um, so that's basically our first show. Um, we're glad you guys could, you know, join us. We hope you had fun. We had fun. And, you know, we have a whole long season ahead of us. Absolutely. Some of us longer than others. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 All right, guys, this is our show. Thanks for joining us. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Peace.